Yo, what is up, all you slashing and survivor girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Creepin' a Real Forecast. I'm that good buddy Lunchbox, back at it again with another one there for you guys. And I'm excited for this week, I tell you what. Got a little bit of extra zip in my step. And uh, the reason why is because it's Father's Day weekend, and uh, this is our Father's Day episode. And I got my first official guest, which I am super pumped about. So uh, I'm, I'm, let's introduce the little man right there. So uh, let's, uh, hold, on, hold on, let me go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. The OEO cookie. That's the little man. The boy. Oh, that's how you intro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, that is right. My little man, my baby boy is going to be my co-host for this week, so I am super pumped about that. How was your day there, son? It was good. Yeah? Yeah? Are you excited? Are you, uh, uh, this is your first official podcast, too. Not only are you my first official host, but you are my, you, this is your first. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, for all you listeners out there, uh, again, if you are brand new to the show, welcome. Um, we're, you know, we're always Always excited to see new faces, uh, you know, coming into the podcast. And if you're the old veterans, hey, yeah, you you know what's happening. Um, so, uh, just to jump into my perks before we get into the episode, there. Uh, always, you could you know drop me any type of movie suggestions, or if you want to say hi, you want to you know just see how you're doing. Drop me some cookie recipes, you know, whatever you want to do. Always drop me an email at creepinitreal.cm at gmail.com or just go on to the interwebs into the Instagrams and the Facebooks at creepinitreal and that's R-E-E-L. Yeah, and so I'm pretty pretty pumped about this one there, Oe. And uh, yeah, what what movie do we, uh, we end up watching? We did Monster Squad! Yeah, buddy. So, um, you've seen this movie before, right? I think once or twice. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, This movie, for me, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I love this movie, right? I'm I'm just going to put this right out there. This thing is is fantastic for me. Um, Now... You said that you've you've watched this a couple times, right? Uh, I, it's it's hard to remember. I don't remember. I, okay. It's been a long time. Now, uh, Owen, you are pretty well versed in horror movies, correct? Um, let the listeners know what is your favorite horror movie. The, I I mostly like I like Scream is the best one that I really like. Scream's your favorite. Nice. Uh, and so Ghostface is your, your favorite killer? My my favorite slasher. Nice. Oh, that's a, that's a really good pick. I like that. Um, and as far as like 
your favorite monster? Do you have a favorite monster? Hmm. My favorite monster. I have two favorites. It's the Wolfman, and I like Dracula too. You like Dracula? What do you like about the Wolfman? The Wolfman. Well, well, I like the Wolfman. He is strong. He is kind of. He's kind of in. He's kind of invulnerable, but the only thing in, that he's in, oh, you mean invincible? Invincible, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I'm but I'm well. He because the way he's invincible, he couldn't. He can't. The only thing that he can only die to is silver bullets. Boom. He cannot die to anything else. Nice. Uh, and you said Dracula is your other favorite. Yeah. Cool. What What do you like about Dracula? I like Dracula. He likes. He turns into a bat. He can. He can suck. He can suck your blood. Sometimes he'll make you die, and sometimes make you a vampire. Ooh, that sounds fun. Would you Would you like being a vampire? Particularly, yes. Why would you like to be a vampire? I'm not sure, really. <laughs> it just It just be cool. <laughs> it just be cool. It just be cool. I mean, come on. I think it'd be pretty, pretty awesome to be able to live forever, right? As as a they like to say in Key and Peel, I, I just wanted to see future cars. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just like I would love to see like who wins the Stanley Cup. Like I want to see like what music is out there. Like it would be awesome to to kind of live forever eh, to a degree. But, yeah, but uh, <laughs> the only thing that wouldn't be fun is getting hit by the sunlight as a vampire. Oh yeah, that'd be the worst. It would be the worst. Your your will burn. Yeah. Like immediately, yeah. When sun hits. <laughs> well, I have to say that I, one of my favorites would have to be the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, you mean the swamp monster? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's that's it's the creature. That's uh... that's the thing. So that, but I also my other favorite is also the Wolfman, which is why I think you're my son is because we we have a lot of the same likes. Um, again. I have watched a lot of movies. I am More than me. I am old and I've seen way too much. <laughs> so I'm actually really excited that you are really kind of going down that that journey of you know watching these movies and and the fact that you know me and your mom get to show you this stuff is really awesome. Um, one of my favorite things about horror movies is really all the special effects uh i mean it's just everything that goes into make-believe with these horror movies and just the fact that these people are making it just so over gross and nasty and it's just it it's a ton of ton of fun uh, oh oh look who it is it's a uh, it's my other little one it's the other part of the snack pack uh, it's my little girl, <laughs> Miss Helena. What are you doing out of bed? Um, I wanted to be in the podcast. Oh, well, you know what, my dear? I will let you, uh, you know, I'll let you be in the little, little segment here for you. Uh, real quick, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, I like Chucky. You like Chucky? What do you like about Chucky? Uh, I like how, I like how when... The movie I watched about him when he stayed alive, even though he was a little rusty. He was a little rusty? Well, he was burnt. 
Oh, he was burnt. Oh, yeah. That was a really, really good one. That was the first one. Uh, what is your favorite monster? Um, I, I like mummy. You like the mummy? What do you like about the mummy? I like how in the part when he, when the mummy was on the car, but he was getting unwrapped. Oh, oh yeah, and in this movie, yeah, for Monster Squad, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in just a second, too. But you like the mummy, and you like the wolf, man. I, I like both of them. Like, they're, I'm, I'm worth you on all that. Um, so, again, I'm super pumped that you guys both are getting into horror movies and, and actually, like, enjoying them and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like a good parent. I feel like a good dad. <laughs> so, good but yeah. Job. Oh, you thank you, thank you, son. Thank you. Well said. But yeah, but I think it's time for uh, little Miss to to go ahead and start hitting that old dusty trail. Good night, sweetie. I will see you in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say bye to everybody. Bye. <laughs> good night. All right. That's uh, being being a dad. All that good stuff. All right, homie. You ready to do this? Let's get going. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, so now that we got all of that hot mess out of the way, um, let's go ahead and we're going to jump into the movie. So what I'll actually do is I'll actually talk about, uh, like, let's actually go through the cast listing, okay? So uh, bear with me, son. It's a long list, <laughs> okay? So, oh, no. So... The movie Monster Squad that was done in 1987. So in the 80s. Yeah. I was actually born on July 21st, 1986. So before the movie came out. Yeah, I was probably maybe a little bit, uh, probably about a year old around when this movie was actually uh, came mm-hmm. out. So, uh, so yeah, this thing's old. <laughs> it's an old, old movie. Very, very old. Yeah, but uh, but a goodie for sure. Um, all right, so getting into the the casting and things like that. So this movie was directed by Fred Decker, and it was also written by Fred Decker and Shane Black. Uh, this movie stars Andrew Gower as Sean, Robbie Kerr as Patrick, Stephen Mock as uh detect or it's sean's dad um and then duncan rager as count dracula tom newman as frankenstein's monster brent chelson as horse fat guy (laughs) jeez wow so brutal sorry about that i had to get that out (laughs) ryan lambert as (laughs) were you just (laughs) Were you just doing a Matt Foley? Fat yes. guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. Are you going to do your Matt Foley impression? That's right. I, I'm that good of a dad. I know. I've taught him what Matt Foley is. Um, so, all right. Well, maybe I'll do it for you later. Okay. So, uh, back maybe in, in the ending. Yeah. So, so we got uh, Brent Chell... Uh, I can't even say his name. Brent Chamlin as Horace. 
Ryan Lambert as Rudy. Uh, you really liked Rudy. I like Rudy. Ashley Bank as Phoebe, and she's so she was so adorable. Uh, then we have Michael uh, Fatinzion. I can't even say his name. Fatinzion. Fatin. Say it with me. Fatinzio. Fatinzio. As Eugene, and then we also have uh, Mary Ellen uh, Trader as Emily, and Leonardo. Semino as the scary German guy. So the one that was helping um, yep. Phoebe. We have Stan Shaw as Detective Sire, or Cyper, Sapir. I've never actually heard his name. Hmm. It was the uh, Sean's dad's uh, partner, basically. Partner. Um, yeah. And then we also, as probably one of my favorites, is... It's he's labeled as the desperate man, but he is the wolf man, and it is John Grease. And uh, if for all you older listeners, the only thing that you probably would have like really, I mean, he's been in tons of stuff, but I think he's probably most known for Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. Um, it's it's so iconic for me and. Uh, I've actually, me and my cousins actually did the Napoleon Dynamite dance. It's somewhere in the histories of film, uh, and, <laughs> but I have no idea where it is. I, if I could dig it up, that would be fantastic because it is embarrassing as hell. What so, do you mean like you did the dynamite dance? I will show you what the dynamite dance is. It is... Later. It is ridiculous. But, <laughs> and I learned the whole thing front to back. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, so we have Uncle Rico and he basically plays the Wolfman before he turns. Um, so yeah, that's what we got on all that hot mess. All right, so my son, my little snack pack, what do you want to talk about? Like, what was your? What was a? Do you want to get into the the Monster Squad themselves, or do you want to jump right on into the monsters? Let's themselves? start. With, let's start with the the Monster Squad first. Oh, okay. So when we get into the Monster Squad. Who was your favorite out of the squad? Um, I'm I'm mostly thinking Rudy. <laughs> of course, it's Rudy. Rudy is a uh, and, and um, what's that? What's that other kid? The leader? Sean. Oh, Sean! I yeah. like Sean. Sean is is pretty cool too. Uh, the Rudy is just he's just the coolest. Like you can't get any cooler than Rudy. Uh, for all you other listeners out there, uh, I always kind of uh, compared Rudy to um, uh, Rufio from Hook. And I cannot wait to show you Hook. Hook is going to be so much fun just to get the, the Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. You have no idea what, what's in store for you there, buddy. Um, I'm kind of worried about that. No, don't be worried. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's uh, It's fun. But yeah, but... But Rudy is fantastic. What was your favorite thing about Rudy? Ooh, I'm mostly thinking. I'm mostly thinking that in the be, like the beginning where you first see Rudy. 
Yeah. Get the bully has to eat that chocolate Ooh, that bar. Ooh, that was really cool. And, and he was helping out Horace, right? Yeah, because he was friends with Horace. Yeah, that that scene wasn't really good, was it? It was not. It was kind of mean. Yeah. But the bully did deserve it. Oh, a hundred percent. What? Like, uh, tell tell us about the scene. Well, when Horace is walking around, walking down, these two bullies. I forgot what their names was. Oh, uh, just we'll just call them the bullies. Jerk one and jerk two. <laughs> well, when they saw him, they whacked his. When they they called him, they called him fat kid. Yeah. They smacked his. They smacked his granola bar onto the ground. A, it, was and a snick, it was a Snickers bar. A Snickers. Yeah, it was and a chocolate Snickers bar. Like fat kid. Why is fat kid so fat? Fat kid. <laughs> He's like, I'm not fat. <laughs> My name is Horse. So yeah, but yeah, and like that was the thing was like having those two kids just com- just automatically pick on horse. Like it didn't really. But until like almost to the ending, where they just saw him like shoot. Yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah. Shoot the black so creature that, from that, the black lagoon. Yeah, that, so that whole scene was a nice little setup because it really it it made these characters more believable and. It did set up for Horace because it made you kind of feel set bad for Horace, right? Yeah. But it also, the way that Horace, he didn't want to, he was trying to stand up for himself, but he didn't know how to because he he didn't want to get into a fight or anything like that, right? But but the bully starts the fight. Oh yeah, the bully just it, he it, just whacked yeah, his face. Yeah, it, it was is pretty pretty bad. Um, I've had a situation like that. You told me some situations that yeah. happened in school. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where you got to be able to to hold your own. And I think Horace did what he needed to, but it was really really nice that Rudy was right there and he was the uh the savior type of thing but man how cool was he just on his bike he's like how's it going oh it's ej ej was the bully's name oh yeah Yeah, there was a second one yeah i don't remember the second jerk too um but that was the thing was you know rudy making that bully eat the candy bar really kind of just put it home that that he was a good guy Mm -hmm. and on top of that where Horace was like, hey, like, he invited he, Rudy. He, go, he goes like this. So when Ho- Horace goes to sit, tell his friends, hey, let's invite Rudy to the Monster Squad yeah. or the club. And that was kind of surprising because for a kid like Rudy that was like, I'm the, just a super cool dude. And it's like he didn't really I, seem like he would be big friends with, like, somebody like Horace. And to just go, oh, like, for Hor- Horace to go, come over to our treehouse and hang out with us. And it just didn't seem like it would be, you know, likely. Well, all because he saved his life from a bully eating exactly. a candy bar. He could have just been like, you know what, cool, like, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. And then that would have been it. But Rudy tagged along and, and, and you know, jumped up into the treehouse, mm-hmm. and that was it. But uh, what was really funny, too, is that uh, Sean and Patrick was the other friend's name. Uh, they decide that, oh, okay, well, if Rudy's going to hang around with them, he's got to do a what? 
he's gonna do the monster test. That's right. Uh, now, do you remember any of the questions for the monster test? Um, he they talked about how does the Wolfman die? Yeah, how- and mm, I think I. I think that's the only thing that we heard, but I think it. I think I. I think I heard one, of of like a vampire. What? Uh, how would you kill a werewolf? With steel. With steel bullets. Silver bullets. Oh, silver. Silver bullets. Silver. Steel ain't doing jack squat there, kiddo. Yeah. But uh, can you? Uh, what? Like, what were some of the other ways that they said could possibly kill a werewolf? Because Rudy, um, Rudy says that's the only way to kill a werewolf. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's like that's how you, that's how you stop a werewolf is is by that. But the other boys, like Sean and Patrick, they basically they were like, like, no, run no. over him with like a car or some like, yeah, some other they're stuff. Like, they're like they're, that's like the opposite of killing him. Yeah, they're like uh, you could like blow him up, and I think they're saying like uh, they were right about the blowing up part, but they, he uh, didn't die. Yeah, it was it was pretty close to, to he blew to up the him. bits. Yeah, uh, but. Then they started talking about the vampire, and Count Dracula. Yeah, how how could you kill a vampire? Um, with with the sunlight and some and garlic. You sunlight, can, garlic, and a and I I forgot the other a stick in the heart. Yeah, stake in the heart. It has to be in the heart, and we're gonna get into that in just a little bit. So, Rudy, on top of this. Uh, he actually kind of knows what he's talking about. Like, yeah, he... but the most <laughs> the most surprising thing I'm just a little I'm just a little surprised of what he does. He knows like he knows when he when their monsters are gonna be coming. Like he's prepared. Yeah, that's the thing including is is oh good including that like brave thing. He's just standing there. He's just standing there. Oh, in the final fight yeah, scene, when, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's just standing there, like he's not scared at all. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk. I about thought he was that gonna like slow, slow, <laughs> slowly back walk back walk backwards and shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Around. I have I have my uh, my notes on that that scene for sure. Um, now the thing that I found was kind of funny with Rudy that uh, I think really kind of put him into the mode of uh, hanging out with these group of kids. Is the fact that uh, it has prepared. a huh? Oh, he's I got see. that, but no, uh, he's also prepared because um, he is uh, really liking that spot by the window because he gets to look at that pretty girl across the way, right? You talk about that, yeah. <laughs> I do not want to say that. You don't want to say it. You do it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Rudy sees the uh this girl that's a- across the way she's undressing and she's getting ready for bed and, and he decides like he's just gonna start snapping photos like a, a big old creepo that's bad we don't do that right uh-huh yeah <laughs> but rudy's just a young long young lad he's young young dumb and stupid um but but he's some he's a little smart though because he, <laughs> he's prepared yeah so but rudy is very much on board with these guys like he's pretty much like he becomes a part of their group almost instantly Bye. like there's no uh like even though they they're having like this initiation it was just kind of like he was already a part of the group like it was it had that yeah. feel for it um also 
there is another person that's a part of the group that we didn't uh, we haven't mentioned. Oh 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 yeah. Um, is it Phoebe? Phoebe. So Phoebe reminds me a lot of your little sister, Helena. Yeah. That just talked a little bit. Yeah. So Helena is very much like Phoebe. Uh, she's like super sweet, and she also is not afraid <laughs> to, to to jump in and uh, get sassy when she needs to. Uh, like, what was, like, one of your favorite lines? Like, you were dying laughing when she said it. Oh! <laughs> All right, so uh, the thing that I love about Phoebe is later on, like, when the monsters start to kind of make themselves known, Frankenstein... Was friends or, with Phoebe. I should say Phoebe. the Frankenstein's monster is the first one that comes in contact with Phoebe, right? And when she's trying to tell her brother, like, hey, like, you know, would you just look at this thing? The boys just run away. Yeah, and they just, they haul ass. Like, they're gone. (laughs) And then she just says the word. What what did she say? She said chicken (laughs) chicken shit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the only time I'll let you say that. So it's like, she's like, don't be so chicken shit. It's just like, so, but it's so sweet and just cute coming out of that little voice. And she was just going to just be in on the whole gimmick. Like she just wanted to be a part of the group so freaking bad. And she, and she really did. She became uh, locked in with the group uh, 100%. But the only the only reason she there was another part where her mom's her mom said she needs to be a part of the group yeah well and that, yeah, that, like so she was trying to get up into the the tree house but and, the boys just shut the door and yeah like, nope and that that usually happens quite a bit um especially like when it's like you have a, a bunch of boys there's like oh they're just with the and, guys and, and he just said read the sign it's a yeah. no girls and she's like, yeah, mom said if you don't let me up here, it's it's, it's prescription. And it's, he's like, it's discrimination. You jerk on your, it's like, prescription's going to be what you're on if you think you're coming up here. It's just like, so that was the thing. Is like, yeah, it's, he was being that typical older brother and. Like. But yeah. But um, you had a, a, a question earlier about Frankenstein, right? Yeah, or I the said. The Frankenstein monster. God, I got to get that right. Yeah. But what 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 was your question on that? Um, well, I was saying, how did, how did Frankenstein become friends with Phoebe? Because did he just walk in and just saw Phoebe? I'm glad you asked that. So, with that scene, it is a, I guess it's, I guess you could call it a nod to the original Frankenstein movie. So, there is a scene where Frankenstein... He comes to life, and he leaves the castle Frankenstein, Mm -hmm. right? And he's wandering around, and he's just looking at everything, and he's just trying to, like, take in all this information of what he's seeing, and he ends up walking uh, across down to this, this pond, and there's a little girl that's sitting by the pond. And he sits down... And it is the sweetest just moment because the little girl, she isn't scared. She automatically is like, 
come play with me. Come, like, she wants to become a friend and, like, and all this other stuff. And uh, Frankenstein starts to kind of play with her and, and he's getting all excited. And then out of nowhere, he just, like, he gets, like, overly excited and he just, like, he stands up and he picks the girl up and he just throws her into the into the uh, the water. But the little girl can't swim and she drowns. So Frankenstein accidentally kills her and he freaks out. He, he panics and he just runs away. He doesn't know what to do. So for Monster Squad, that scene is really like impactful because all you see is Frankenstein's feet. And then you know, it's like, oh no, this is going to be bad. And a little, remember what Dracula said mm-hmm. to Frank, uh, the Frankenstein's monster he earlier said, on, right? He said, go find the amulet. If they, don't give, if they don't give you it, kill them. Exactly. So in your, as, a, as an audience member, you know, oh my God, this monster is going to kill this little girl because she doesn't have the book, right? Because uh, uh, the Frankenstein's monster is actually after... Van Helsing's diary is what it is what he is. Um, and so Dracula said, um, if you know, go after the diary, get it from them. Mm-hmm. If they don't give it to you, kill them. Right? So as an audience member, you're thinking, Oh my god, this monster is gonna kill this little girl, and it turns around where she She's not afraid, she just becomes friends. Oh yeah. We don't even know how they become friends. Yeah, you well, just see just... a short bit there where they're just walking with each but other. But that's but it's the same kind of thing where uh in like from the original it's Frankenstein's monster was It goes to sweet to yeah. like to it goes to sweet to like too worried. Yeah. Well, they like they make he... you they make you very. It's it's called sympathetic. They make you very sympathetic towards just like, Frankenstein. Um, just like Freddy the Thirteenth, where like almost to, where like at the ending it goes like soft, and then in the ending it goes to it goes back to intense. Uh, kind of, but at the same time, it's like you're supposed to be scared of this monster, and yet they make it to where you're like, I feel really bad for this monster. Um, like there's the scene where Dracula is going into the dungeon cell to the, to the monster and says, and you know, tells him about killing the kids and stuff like that. And he's just like, Oh, like, uh, how do you like your new home? And the monster's like, home monster. Like you, you just feel really bad for him because he's, he's, he's not, in control of of what he and he's and he's very childlike like he's not so and i think that's why he was such good friends with phoebe is because she was very she's also a child so they could connect on that and like there's that one real that scene where uh they get uh the monster up into the treehouse and the boys are like oh my god i can't believe frankenstein's monsters sitting in our in our, in our in our clubhouse and like we're a monster squad like this is incredible like this is great and then they hand the monster the diary well no 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 they hand him the the mask do you remember that oh yeah but then he just tears it apart no he doesn't tear it apart like he just he freaks out he just like throws it away and he like grabs his own face he's like scary because that he realized that that's his face they made that mask based off of him 
and it it's it's too much and he doesn't like that and that's something like with the frankenstein monster that was always intriguing because it's like yeah he's the monster but he never wanted to be he was created and people treated him a certain way and he had no control over that yet he was this big hulking dead thing and that that's all it was like so somebody brought him back to life and 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 he, and he couldn't any any yeah he just couldn't he had no control over that so he just was trying to like uh, and i believe in the bride of frankenstein he is just wanting a friend like that's the majority of the movie is him just trying to find a friend <laughs> like he wants a companion he wants someone you know, to hang out with type of thing. Like, that's the whole movie. Um, Because he just doesn't, he doesn't want to kill. He wants to be friends. Yeah, yeah, but he's very misunderstood. Unlike Dracula, Werewolf Man, and Mummy. Mummy and and Creature. Oh, on the note of... The Creature from the Creature Lagoon. They, for this movie, they could not use the Creature from the Black Lagoon. So you know what this, that the Creature is called... His name is Gilman. Like that's his official name is Gilman. <laughs> uh, so you have Wolfman, Mummy, and Gilman. <laughs> like 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 fish gills. Oh yeah, cause um the the classic um creature creature from the Black Lagoon had like gil- had yeah. like fins. Yeah. And stuff, so the the thing about this movie. And I know we're kind of you're bouncing around, but hey, I don't care. Um, but the thing about this movie is that they take all the classic monsters, and then they end up. But it's but because of the Universal properties, they couldn't use the official names of certain things. Yeah, like Dracula is just a name. Like I mean, it's been the the property is so old that. They could just use whatever. Creature from the Black Lagoon, they just, I guess for some reason, just could not get the rights to that, like, to be able to use that mm-hmm. character. In the, in the Monster yeah. Squad. So, um, I think there's a little bit more behind it, but, but yeah, so we have the Gilman. Now, in this film, Gilman is probably one of my favorite characters, just because that thing looked creepy i love like the fish eyes and the just the, yeah. the way that it was like it would breathe like it was like out of water like it was just yeah, so but good the but um the old swamp monster he like looked like an actual man oh yeah he would see it like moss he had like um what what what's that oh you're talking about swamp thing no 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 i'm talking about the swamp monster like the actual swamp monster he has like um, what, what's that? Okay, al- he has, like, allergy seaweed on him. Oh, 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about, yes. And he, go- he goes around saying, <laughs> What is it? Water. One more time. <laughs> You're cracking me up, bro. Don't bro me. I can bro you whatever I like to. So, but yeah, so you have Gilman, and then you have Mummy was also really, really good too. Yeah, um, but but when he jumped onto the car, it it feel and when Rudy like tied it up to the air. To yeah. The, and like when he, but 
there's a part that I don't understand. Okay. He, when he has bandages, is his bandages his entire body, or is there skin under the bandages? No, he, he's basically just bones, dust, and bandages. Like that's all the mummy is. He he. It's a zo- It's a zombie. Yep. But not. Not a zombie like who wants brains. It's yep. just he just the, wants murder. The original mummy with Boris Karloff, uh, who also Boris Karloff did the voice for um, the the Grinch for uh, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, the cartoon one, not the Jim Carrey one that we love. Um, so, <laughs> like the live action one, um, but Boris Karloff in the original mummy. I do not like that movie. Mm, yeah. And the reason why is because you only see probably about maybe three or four seconds of the actual mummy. Uh-huh. And then it's just you hear the shuffling out. And, shuffling and then in. later on, then you see the mummy as an actual man. Like he's become... Uh, yeah. Like like uh, like almost normal. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get the mummy thing. So you I don't like get the money. I like this this version of the mummy is probably my all time favorite because he actually looks like a corpse, and just the way that he moves is very sluggish. However, as far as a like a villain that's like a, a big like threat. Even though that the mummy was out there, like, he, like, jumped on the car and he was, like, you know, holding on to Phoebe and, and everything. I was like, I don't think he would have actually done a whole lot of damage. It's, like, because he's very weak already. He can't, he can't really move. He's very slow. So it's kind of like, it's not like the but werewolf or, uh, you know, or, or the gill the man. The surprising it's like, part about that, about that scene of the werewolf getting exploded. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, like comes back together it's like he's like how do i pronounce this he's like frankenstein without his parts without his parts he's, together he's immortal he's an immortal like, yeah. but unless you use silver bullets exactly if that that's the only way to kill him and again it's you could blow him up you could put him in a car wreck you could do you could boil him in, in only, oil like it's, the only car wreck is the mummy's car wreck yeah so back yeah so back to the mummy so uh, the gang is trying to go to the town square. Yeah. So, because, all right, so. Because that, uh, that part where they're trying to get into the church, but it's locked yeah. like a. So, the whole premise of the movie is that there is this amulet. It's, uh-huh. a, a, it's a stone that. It's like a cube. It's like a cube. It yeah. looks like a cube. So, this amulet, every hundred years. Basically, will open up a portal to to either the normal world or to the monster yeah. world. So it'll either uh, depending on who opens it. So Dracula. Dracula wants it, to get it so he can bring out the monsters. Yeah, he's wanting to bring the evil to the world. But that if the peep, if the monster squad get it, the the monsters will, the evil yeah. will go back and. And centuries ago, uh, and, and Van Helsing. Yeah, Van Helsing, where he, he's, he brought, like, a little girl who knows how to read, like, what's, what's that called? German? <laughs> yes, yeah, he's read German. Ger- read German. Even, 
Oh, is that cre- and also that creepy German man? Yeah. Knows how to speak German, but he's lear- he's not even reading the book. Yeah. Why is well, he yeah, not reading the book? Well, oh. he's German. Like he just knows how the he just knows how to uh, speak German. Like see, he knows what the the I guess the, the incantation or he... the the spell uh, for for it is. Um, but why does it not? Why does when that man doesn't um, when he reads the book, the spell doesn't work? I I'll, I'll explain that here to you. Um, but that was the thing is like so. With the amulet, like I said, every hundred years, it gives it opens up a portal either to the evil world or, or to suck it in. in. Yeah, the normal um, world. There's also a way that it like because it's indestructible, but there at, like every hundred years there is a a time where it becomes basically brittle. Like brittle. It, it, it can it can be shattered basically. Um, uh, but it can be sh- it can be shattered. Yeah. But when the hundred years is over, like a hundred and one years, yeah. the it will not be shattered. And it will be just like a if you try and if you do something like like if let's say that um, the amulet's on the ground, Frank, Frankenstein like so he's like how he's like very heavy. Yeah, he's really heavy. So if he's he got big feet too, huh? Yeah, he has big boots. <laughs> but when Let's say he would, if he stepped on it, yeah, it wouldn't break. No, no, including because of how heavy he's like, heavier than. It's like the tesseract from. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, but like that was the thing is like so you could you could step on it you could do all this other stuff but it's like it won't break unless it's at this time frame from a hundred years and in Van Helsing Van Helsing's diary. Um, it actually stated that the date, and it was literally the next day. So it was. So tomorrow. it was all. It was literally the next day was a hundred years, and that's where the the monster squad get into this whole mode of like we gotta, we have to get that amulet. We know the Dracula's there, um, and yeah, all that good stuff. But there's a part. Yes. The mummy got into the closet, but how? And then how did he get out of the closet? <laughs> oh, I'm excited about talking about this. <laughs> okay. So, Eugene, Eugene. What a sweet little boy. Such a such a sweet kid. Uh and oh, and his dog Petey. Yeah. Oh my god, like we have our little dog, uh, our little dog Peach and it's a, it's a yeah. they're they're very similar. They're similar. But, but there's a like funny we have, we thing. Are, her, she's a basset hound. Yeah, but he's she's a basset hound. But yeah. the funniest he's, thing. He's just a beagle, little, I think the little, the little, The little funny thing that kind of made me laugh is where they're doing this and the dog just goes. Oh, yeah. They're all like, they're all like, okay, we're all in. And so like, the dog's it's like, a part of the monster squad. Yeah, so they're, they're all like putting their hands into the center. And then at the last one is. Dog. is Pete, yeah, Petey puts his, uh, his little paw on well, there. Wait, what about, what about Rudy? Yeah. Rudy didn't put his hand down. No, I don't think he needed to, but... I think he I think he did. I, we just yeah. didn't see it. So, but that was the thing. is like, so Eugene is such a sweet little kid, and he's about to go to bed, and he, he wakes he, his... He, he knocks on his dad's door, and he's like, Dad, there's a monster in my closet. He goes... Yeah, he's going, Monster, you better get out of here. 
and then he opens the door. He doesn't even look inside the closet. He's just, ah, it's a scary monster. Yeah. Well, that, that, yeah, his dad, his dad, who also looks like, uh, what was it, Ad-Rock from uh, the Beastie Boys. Um, I don't know the Beastie Boys <laughs> that much. Yeah, yeah, I actually, actually, I don't remember. What? I can't stand it. I know you're playing it. You know, they're like, no, uh, uh, no really. sleep till Brooklyn. Uh, no sleep till Brooklyn. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, you know it's from the from the movie Pets. Oh, yeah. See, that's how like that's how we get him into like a lot of music is like oh like from all these like movies that you watch and I mostly hear Ice Nine Kills. That's true. You are very much in Ice Nine Kills, um, which I am so proud, so proud. And do um, you still remember where yeah. it, that la- that last broadcast with mom? And you, where you're, where you were talking about this other movie, and about, <laughs> yeah. and you were saying that you were proud. At, we just watched the first movie, and I said that I wanted to dress up as Shorty for Halloween. Oh yeah, that was that was our killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. I think it was killer clowns. Yeah, I was killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, yeah. Now, as far as the dad goes, it's really funny, and I've had those moments with you and your sister to that have it's that more, moment. It's sister you did it too when you were a kid yeah. and, and i, and I granted every kid does this where it's like you don't want to go to sleep or something scared you yeah something and it's like as that dad he just kind of came in he's like all right <sighs> like let's all right all you monsters get out are you out 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 nope all right all done like and he just gets all the he just all the pretend monsters out, and then Eugene's like, "Oh wait, but there's there's one more," and he and he points to the closet, and then the dad goes over, opens up the closet door, and as you said, he doesn't look in, but he's like, "Oh, there's a scary monster in there! Oh no!" Shuts closet. Yeah, and then he shuts the door, but as you open it up, you get this like beautiful lit shot of the mummy just sitting in the closet just like just like kind of just moving around slowly and then that's about it what about my question that i said how did the mummy get out of the closet because there's no other doors okay so my problem as much as i love this scene it's very simple and it's innocent i love the whole dynamic of eugene and his dad and all that stuff however what was the reason for the mummy to go into Eugene's closet in the first place? I'm I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's it's like I get the whole thing of like okay, yeah, the kids have the have the diary. But at this time Dracula hasn't really secured mm. that he knows that the I boys have the diary. Know probably get out because there's probably vents outside the house well, no, no no he he got out of the window like there was there was a window that he went out yeah but how did he not how did when he shut the door the mummy was already out and he was not looking yeah no like no the the mummy opens up the door again and then he walks uh, he goes out the window but that's the thing is like so that means that the mummy had to come in to the room go into the closet stay there until the- Not attack Eugene, and then when Eugene left, came back with his dad, and then that was the thing is like the mummy's like oh, okay, I'm just gonna leave. Doesn't attack 
doesn't do anything. He just comes in and leaves. It's very just. It's all just for the the shock value of it, and it's and it's not super. It's it's the comedy mixed with the oh my god, there is a monster in the closet type of thing. But it's just it's very weird because I'm like, doesn't make sense. There's a but there was this like. There's like a little adorable part where he's just closing his eyes, just like doing oh yeah, he's just doing this, like peeking out where the mum where the mummy is going. Oh yeah, and and that's like I said, the whole scene is. I think he couldn't go back to bed. No, I would not. There'd be no <laughs> way. Oh, I mean, like the fact that the mummy left. But the great thing too is that Eugene, like just his lines, like mummy came into my closet, <laughs> just where the soldiers has come. Where did those monsters go? Yeah. Mommy came in my closet. Yeah, mommy came in my closet. No, wait, I think it went like the or, mommy uh, came in my house. Yeah, mommy came in my house. And then there was the uh, the creature. He's like, creature ate my Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> because he, they because were, they, he dropped his Twinkie. Yeah, they, they were down by the water area of... Uh, uh, it's the 666 Shadowbook Road, which is the house where Dracula is supposed to be stationed at, and that's where the amulet is. Um, and the the gen- genius thing about how the these people are protecting the amulet, there is this room in this dungeon that is, like, deep, deep within this big, big mansion. And it is surrounded by crosses and crucifixes. It's just, like, it's just everything religious... And that way, Dracula cannot get to it. And that's the thing is like it's so nice because it's like Dracula is right there. He can see it. He can he can almost get it, but because all of the crosses, he cannot get to it. It's 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 holding him back. Um, but as the kids are there, they're about to to you know break into the mansion. You mean the church? No, 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 oh, no. The mansion, the man- the man- Shadowbrook, yeah. I didn't think there... I didn't see a mansion. Yeah, it's it's the mansion when, um... Like, because they're there with Frankenstein, and they're just... He's just like, oh, like, Master's near. Master wants kids dead. And... Oh. Yeah, and, and so Eugene is by the water, and, uh... Uh, Petey accidentally knocks his Twinkie out of his hand. And then, and then he just... And yeah. he sees the... See- the, you see the the monster. And Gilman goes, pops up and steals it from him. I'm like, oh. I bet that was delicious in the swamp monster. Yeah. And as the sw- in the swamp water. But that's another thing. Is as funny as that is, and again, it's innocent. But why didn't the Gilman go after the kids? Don't know. Like he, it was just there for this, like because but he had, they had every opportunity. I think, he was be, he, I think he was busy eating the Twinkie. It probably was. Monster but, ate my Twinkie. Yeah. But I mean, it's like the the creature. Like so, at this point, it's Dracula would I I believe known that the you know that he had, they have to go after the kids, and so but it's just like the creature had every opportunity to just come every, out of the water like, and attack, there and he didn't. This, it, I don't even understand because they're going back and forth. Like the the monster from the back ragoon was gonna uh, like attack. Um, who who was that? Eugene. Okay, no, no, no. I'm talking about the other one. The other one and where? Oh, horse. Yeah, horse. Yeah. He was going to attack Horace, but then shotgun. Oh well, I mean, like that whole thing where when he comes out of the sewer and and he's all the cops are like 
uh, you know, coming after him, he's attacking him. He's like, he crushes a dude's head like a grape. <laughs> like, he just crushes his head, and then there's a couple of them where, like, he just, like, starts attack. I'm like, that dude's a threat. Like, that is a serious, yeah, but, ma- like, monster. But, but Dracula, he's been breaking bunches of bones. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, he's just walking through. Like, it's just no, like, he's cutting through those, you know, police, like, butter. Like, it's just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's breaking arms and snapping necks. And and just, also and also breaking legs. Yeah, just not even, like. And also, and also throwing them. Yeah, I mean, he just, he's like he not affected by any of them, which like, is great. He doesn't care, but. When you in the por- in the portal scene where where he where you see um what what was that part when the portal and that kid was on Dracula? Oh, Sean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sean, he was holding a he grabbed a stick, stabbed it into his heart, and then jumped off of him. Yeah. But then he was trying to attack the well, kids. Well, and that's when Van Helsing comes Van Hels- back. And, and then just yeah. grabs him by the neck. And then gives and then him a big old thumbs up. <laughs> but, uh, like, that was the thing was, like... I found it very, very interesting with the in that final fight scene yeah. because all right, so when Gilman comes out of the sewer, all the cops are like, "Oh my god!" Like we have to stop. Like they they automatically that's go what, that's, on the attack. Right. That's when um that little kid just goes, "Mummy came in my home." Yeah. Well, no, no, that's that's not when. But like, uh, so when the police are attacking Gilman and he's squishing their heads and like just and just g- ripping through them, right? Yeah. All those cops, I was more surprised that they were just like, "We're gonna go and attack you. We're gonna fight you," and they're just like, "They're just losing." But they did the same thing to Dracula. They did the same thing same to, to the, the Wolfman. Wolf and there's one cop. So the Wolfman shows up, and they're like, uh, it, like Rudy's not looking behind him. The Wolfman's right behind him, and he turns around, and he's just like, and he turns around, and I think someone like went, attacked the Wolfman well, while he instead was of like bullets. shooting the Wolfman, one he of the went, cops oh. runs over and like runs up and like jumps on the Wolfman's back. Yeah, and I'm like, why, that's some is- balls. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Like, that, that's I've never when, seen. That's when Rudy goes, bang. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because, like, the Wolfman is just tearing through these jerks. And it's just like, there's no, like, it, 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 he's just so overpowered on them. But it's just funny because that one cop that's just like, okay, we're going to fight. I'm going to jump on your back. Just to sit there and look at this monster Ooh. in the face and then go, Lunging at you. Yeah, no, I'm not like uh, that. Not in my book. Like, you know, I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna go stand over here, and uh, uh, there was a Burger King that was like right there in the the town square. I'm gonna go over there. Like that, that that looks yeah. that looks nice. But when <laughs> I'll get a, I'll go get a double offer. You know those two bullies that just went out of the store after he killed. Yeah. Them? He he went all fat kid. That thanks, and he goes. My name is Horace. Yeah, it's so epic. Like, like it's such a, a action. Like. It is such a good action line. Just uh, <laughs> just like, I'm just going to screw everything up. <laughs> so good. But there's ne- like, Horace has never seen using the gun ever again. Like, he doesn't go after any of the monsters. Yeah, because the really... monsters are all gone because of the Yeah, animal. so. But... Wait, does the amulet stay in the Earth realm or the monster realm? Uh, everything goes to the monster realm. Mm, so yeah. the amulet's back there. Yeah. So now... 
And as, it's going to have to be waited for another 100 years. Yeah. Now, speaking of Horace and having epic lines, uh, one of our favorites. And yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about that part. So when the boys end up going into uh, Shadowbrook, uh, Shadowbrook Road. Yeah, the Shadowbrook uh, Manor, uh, they break in and uh, as they're walking in, it turns out that that the monster, like Frankenstein, Frankenstein monsters, Frankenstein was walking down. He was making creaks, and then somehow the roof his, fell. His, his feet were so heavy, and the it way made that like it a steps, creak. yeah, it was it was making the dynamite plunger. Like so, what ends up happening is like so when you have a a, a bunch of dynamite, you're trying to be at a safe distance, and so you have it set up to a wire, and there's a plunger that you push down. And that sets off the charge. Well, the charge was it, well. Frankenstein's like feet were the the they, weight of them were they, making it and so good. Dracula also yeah. heard the sound. That's when he went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like the weight of Frankenstein's foot was so heavy that it made the plunger drop, and then it exploded. Uh, yeah. the, all the dynamite, but and then, and then that that caused the ceiling to collapse, collapse. onto the Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but he's okay. He's yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have. Yeah, to I, I like that because you don't like then, he's he's knocked out and he's under the rubble, but you don't see anything until like at the end of the movie when he comes back and yeah. you're like, yay, Frank! Like it's but so then, good. But but when after Frank got got hit by the roof crumbles. That's when Wolfman comes out. Yeah, Sean. Sean, Sean is given this epic like. I think it, was it Horace who did that? Well, no. Horace is like, oh my god, like Frank, you like you're so worried about Frankenstein, and then he's like, oh, what are we gonna do? And and Sean's like, it's like we can't like it's like if he if he's dead, then he died just you know as one of us, and he gives this epic like, we gotta do this. It's like, you know, Dracula like, knows that we're here. Yeah. Squad. Yeah, Dracula knows that we're here. We got to go get the amulet. We have to we have to and finish then, our mission. Here comes, here comes Wolfman. And then I was like, "Whoop!" like and it's just like one of those moments where as you see Wolfman, you're not expecting him. And then you're just like, "Oh my god, like what are you going to do?" Kick him? Yeah. Well, Wolfman's that, got nards. And that was the whole thing was like the boys have this conversation early on at the beginning of the movie where they're just like, oh, well, like, like, does Wolfman, like, have, have nards? Or does he have, does he have nuts? Does he have, like, does he have junk? And the guys are like, no, of course Wolfman doesn't have a junk. Like, why would he have that? And it's just like, it's like, well, it's like he would have to have, you know, junk because he's wearing pants. He drives a car. It's like... It's just weird. Like, why would you not? And so that's when, like, Sean's like, "Oh my God, kick him in the nards." That yeah, what is, a what a a kid thing this is to what, think of. This is what happened where he goes when he goes and tells him, "Frankenstein got hit by got got crumbled up and then and I kicked Wolfman in the nards." Yeah, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like he that was, like, is freaked out. Like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, and for Horace just to go up and just come in and like that that, that I, that's my purse. I don't know you. Just like just me. Oh, those those wolfy grapes went squished. Like it was bad. Yeah. And like for the Wolfman to like crumple like that and pain is just so good. Uh, like but, and then yeah, then Horace like yeah. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> so 
so funny. And then that, but that gives the, the boys some time to escape. Uh, but then uh, they are in front of this little statue and they're like trying to, they're like, oh my, they're, they're freaking out because you got Wolfman coming down one hallway and then the next hallway is Dracula and then another hallway is the Brides of Dracula. And so they're that's all where, closing okay, in on him. Rudy gets rid of the Brides. Well, no, 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 no. This is in the, the manor. So as the three uh, monster, like groups of monsters are coming in on the boys. There's a statue, and Sean's like, oh, my God, hit the lever. It's like, these old houses always have these weird levers. And so they hit this arm, and, and it go- drops them down into to find, you know, like into where the amulet is. So it's like... Um, and this is what else? This is um, when... Um, when you see Dracula in the beginning, you see him as a bat. But yep. bats' wings, they have these, like, flaps. On yep. them, on and also on on the twin of the sping, their fingers, yeah. where where they can glide. Yeah. When they go. They got. They will go shrinking. I think it's like, yeah, They go shrinking and go into normal hands. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, the special effects in this movie? Um, the special effects, they were they were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh like? So we we've already talked about Wolfman and. Uh, Gilman and and the mummy, but like let's talk about Dracula's special effects. Oh. So so you mentioned like so yeah. the the bat wings that 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 yeah. was a really cool touch because um, where he, where he when he wakes up he turns back into his normal form. yeah that and that's when you don't see the um, those things between his fingers yeah so uh, I like that. And when when they one. did like so when they first show as you said when they first show Dracula he is already a bat which is interesting because he's not in his coffin or you know sleeping or anything like that like he's just he's sleeping, sleeping upside, upside down. down yeah he's he's just up he's, yeah shut up um, <laughs> I owe you a coke um, but that was the thing was like he you automatically see him as a bat and I like where they do the the big transformation. Um, there's the other scene where he is the uh, the bat, and you could see his like the as you said like the the bat wings where it shrinks. It almost like it, he, like, it's, like shrinks to like these like the, the, yeah. uh, the these flabby parts. So I like it's almost like a shrink wrap. Like it's just like it goes and then just like it kind of comes together. So I love that little and effect. It, but. it also felt it also felt like. Like, if you were Dracula, mm-hmm. it would feel, like, a little bit of pain. Like Oh, it, it probably feels a little weird. It feels weird and probably looks yeah. disgusting when you shrink it. Yeah. But I, I do like that there was some times where you could see where he is morphing. Like, where you could actually see the, the, the change. Or it's, he's literally just turning into the bat. Like, there is no effort into it. It's just like, oh, I'm just yeah, a bat now. Yeah, you know that, um... Like, like on, the, on the plane. Like, yeah. when he's uh, getting yeah, uh, but, Frankenstein's monster yeah, out of the you, box. Yeah, you want to... Yeah, but the most weird part, it was Dracula as a bat and also himself, but he was... And he was chunky. He was chunky. He was a chunky dude. <laughs> Dynamite! <laughs> yeah. Explodes. Dracula's not there. Well, that was the thing was like, so, uh, as the boys are trying to break into this church, um, you know, with the amulet and everything else, um, 
Dracula is flying in as a bat. Well, Sean's dad uh, is coming through, you know, pretty hot. And like shooting, yeah. trying to shoot Dracula. Yeah, and he ends up, and he gets a good shot on him, and he actually n- hits Dracula. Um, the thing that I found was interesting with that is, do you remember over at Sean's house? Oh, yeah. So Dracula was in the front of Sean's house, and his dad cracks off a bunch of shots at Dracula. Nothing. Nothing. I think he missed. He no, missed. He, he was like, he was almost like point blank to him. And then turn around where it's like, okay, well, now Dracula's bat. He takes a couple shots and he actually hits him and hurts him. And that's when he turned into that chunky. Yeah. And like, so he get, he flies through a window, breaks through. And then Sean's dad's like, he tells Sean, it's like, you stay here. Uh, let me, I'll take care of this. He runs up and it is like a sporting uh, goods like warehouse, and he goes in and he hears this noise. And he he looks over and it's it's like a half form Dracula, Dracula bat, and it looks so good. Like it looks so cool. It's it like lo- creepy. It, look, it looked weird. Like Hel- Helena was sitting on the couch and I could hear her like wincing because she didn't know what to think about. It. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> yeah, but. Wolfman, you actually yeah. when he ex- get when he it get expl when he got exploded by the dynamite. Yeah. He of uh, his parts falling apart. His parts. Okay. Well, that that was really cool, and I, I like the way that they did that too because there was the so as uh, Sean's dad is fighting with him, uh, Sean comes up and, and finds dynamite. Yeah, and like and lights the dynamite, puts it into the pants. Of the Wolfman, and, and then, then they, they, yeah, then they they duck for cover, and then uh, then they end up um, like the the whole you know Wolfman just goes kablooey. Yeah, but <laughs> or they kick him out the window, and then he goes. <laughs> but as he yeah. explodes, right, and he's and like you just think that okay, there's just no more of this wolf. Like there's no way. But then can, you yeah. see his body parts like moving back to him. Yeah, but that looked it looked. Creepy. One of the the great little parts of that is when like you have just his torso and he's like missing an arm and you can just see his body like moving around. It's just so good. Like it's just it's really cool. And then like when he gets all back together and he you can see his shadow and he does the the howl. Oh. It's just so freaking good. Um, and it's, it it really, like I said, it, it, it puts that point home of only a silver bullet could stop a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that there was that moment where Rudy is watching all these officers fight the wolf. And then one of them falls in front of Rudy and he takes his gun and and puts his own silver bullet into the... that metal of the silver spoons yeah silverware yeah so he takes the silver and he uh, he made his own bullets earlier on in the the film so yeah that montage yeah yeah (laughs) what's the song i don't know you you stop and then that's where like rudy's like stealing all the the archery stuff yeah but yeah, but there is this. He, when he's when he, you, we already did this part. But when he's holding out the gun, 
at the werewolf. Yeah. At the werewolf man, he goes, bang. Oh yeah, he, bang. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then and then that's it. But that was one of my favorite parts is because the desperate man after Rudy shoots him, he, he he's turned. like he, he he's like he's holding the the wound and he's like thank you because the guy is like he didn't want to be the wolf anymore he's done like he want he wanted somebody to kill him and because it's like he was just never gonna stop he was never gonna die and he was just gonna just be this monster for the rest of his life and so the fact that rudy you know took him out he had to say thank you like he was like that's that's what he wanted. So it was really, really sad and really, really sweet. Yeah, but so. then he died. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I want to... I here's another question. Yeah. How did that wolf man actually become the wolf man? Like, he goes, I'm a wolf... I'm the were... I'm a oh, werewolf yeah. man. No, I don't... Like, they don't really say, like, how. I'm assuming that he was... I mean... I think he was chosen he was as bit, one. He was bit bitten by a wolf at some point. Uh, who knows? Um, but... I love that intro scene where he goes into the police, uh, you know, the station and he's saying like, oh, you got to lock me up. Like, it's almost a full moon. Like, I'm going to turn into a werewolf. Like, he goes, he looks, there's a full moon. Yeah. He literally trashes the place. Oh, yeah. Well, like, the the officers don't believe him and they're just kind of like, all right, buddy, you need to go ahead and, and, you know, get out of here. And the guy's like, no, like, you got it. You have to lock me up. Like. You gotta help me. I, I can't do that. Like, you have to, like... And so he freaks out, and then he starts to fight with all the officers. Because, no, it was the full moon that was controlling Well, yeah, him. like, well, like, so he starts to push around the officers, then he sees the moon, and then he literally freaks out and starts throwing... Like, he took one of the officers and threw him through one of the windows. And threw him to an, another and, and to officer. To another office, knocking, yeah. Knocking them down. And, and then he ends up stealing the gun of another one... And he takes two, like, he fires off two shots, and he's just like, he's like, you lock me up! And then another officer came and shot him. Yeah, but... And that was supposed to be, like, where he, where they, they killed the man. Um, and then but when... But they used regular bullets. Yeah. Because that cannot be the end of the wolf man. No. Um, but, so, they think that this man is dead. Mm-hmm. And so they put him into the back of this ambulance... And the ambulance driver's taking him to the morgue. Turns into the wolf. And turns into the wolf. Oh, my God. That scene when he pops up out of the back seat of that ambulance and then rips the the face off of the the ambulance driver. Oh, my God. It's so good. But what about that sad part in the ending? Uh, Oh, with Frank? Yeah. Yeah. So. That made made me cry. So. to answer, yeah, I, I, it did, I did the same. But to answer your qu- uh, question from earlier, right, of why that didn't work when Patrick's sister read yeah. the thing. So when you are a virgin, do you know what that word is? No. Okay. So a virgin is someone that uh, has not become a mommy or daddy yet, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a thing is like um, – she did. She said she didn't, but she did. And that didn't work. So Phoebe is a little girl. She's very innocent. She, she doesn't know how to read. Exactly. So she was the perfect person to do the spell. 
to get the amulet to work. Yeah, but so that was the thing is like there was a, there was a couple of factors that needed to work, and because Patrick's sister messed it up, she lied, and it didn't work. So that's why. So There's, yeah, but that sad part where Frankenstein is holding on to Phoebe's hand, just saying bye. Yeah. So, uh, Phoebe's just saying, don't go. Yeah, don't go. No, Frankie, don't go. The, the part that really gets me is when she throws him the teddy bear. Wait, he throws him a teddy bear? You didn't see the teddy bear? Oh. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Like, she's like, no, she's like, don't go, Frankie, don't go. And she takes her teddy bear that she's holding on to and she throws it to him and he, and he grabs it. So he goes into the portal. Back to his home. Back, yeah, back into this, this he has, where he all has the evil the plus, is. So he remembers Phoebe. And he's got Phoebe's, Phoebe's bear. I was like, that is so stinking sweet. I can't even deal with it. It's just like, it's, it's a very, very sad moment. But it's just, and it's because you feel sympathetic towards Frank. the monster mixed with how sweet Phoebe is. And just with the whole knowledge that like, Frank is not trying to go, but the thing is, is that there's no way Frank could stay because the portal, with them. the portal will still go without if no, Frankie won't go in. He's a dead thing. There's no way that Phoebe's mom and dad, like the the rest of the town, like they would just treat him as a monster. Like there's no way that Frank would have been able to stay with Phoebe. And that was the very, very sad, sad thing. That's but the I think, why but I think bye. Frank, yeah, Frank, kind of knew, like after he, like his, his, he really tried to hold on, but after, as he like let go, he kind of was like, he realized that he couldn't stay. But that was the thing is like having her throw the bear to him was just really, really sweet. And it makes Frank. It has to make Frankie remember yeah. her. But it's just very, very, very sad. Um, and like, I, I know that you're on the couch crying, and like, I'm not gonna lie, I was crying too. I was like, I was like this. I couldn't <laughs> stop. For, I couldn't. My friend was like stuck there until the yeah, end. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And, and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty big sap when it comes to movies. Like, like just recently, like I've been watching the the, yeah, the Mayhem yeah. um, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, it's the electric mayhem stuff. I have been tearing up like crazy just because of how much I like. I love that goddamn show. Yeah. But like, it's just so freaking good. But I think that uh, I think that that does pretty good for this movie. I mean, uh, I think we can get into our little skull ratings. Do you know about the skull ratings? Oh, how many kills? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. No, we're not that kind of show. Oh, yeah, because of that YouTuber. Yeah, uh, what yeah. Is there? that's the dead meat. Yeah, 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 you watch a lot of that too. No, for the skull rating, what I do is I give it between one and five skulls. Okay? So. Oh, so like the gold, golden chainsaw. Yeah, I don't do all that. that. That ain't me. No, this is like, okay, for me, I'm going to give this movie a five. I love this movie. It is one of my all-time favorites as a kid. I absolutely love it. I give it a f- I give it a 5. Yeah, you give it a 5 too? Mhm. Yeah, you liked it that much? I like it one because of the char- cuz of the character's actions. Yeah. Two 
the art, the art that they did for the characters. The the special effects yeah, and stuff. Yeah, special yeah. effects. Three, there was like there was like a very funny bit that made that that kind of. That got me. The Nards. Yeah, the Nards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the reason that I love this movie and I I give this a, a solid five is I remember watching this movie when I was your age. So when you were nine. Yep. I remember my dad sitting down with me just like I did with you tonight. And I we sat down and watched... Every bit of this movie, and it was so much fun. It is such a great memory for me. Uh, that opening credit scene where it's going through the castle, and it's just that red font on the for the movie time. It's just that mm-hmm. old creepy Transylvania. Just yeah. it's, it's so oh, it's just so good. And just and then when you get to see Dracula, and he was and the, uh, yeah, the guy who did Dracula, he was. You Perfect. Get to like see, he was such a good Dracula. You get to see Dracula in the fir- in the beginning. The characters that were fight that were gonna go and capture Dracula. I think they were gonna capture or just yeah. take him down. Oh, I mean, like how, and the scandals. How, how crazy was it when Dracula got through all those cops and then made his way over to Phoebe? How terrifying was that? I, that was pretty terrifying. I. If that would happen, I would. I would just. I would be. I would kind of freeze for like a few twenty twenty three seconds. And then well, just it's just that whole thing of him just being so calm and collected with her, and then he grabs her by the face, picks her up, and then he's like, "Give me the amulet, you bet!" And just like, and then just the whole, the 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 hissing and the the it, like. It creeped me out as a kid so bad just to see those blood red eyes and the big fangs and just the green uh, lighting on the face. Like it was just so, so good. Um, But yes, that was one of the things where it was like, so I remember as a little lunchbox and a little kid just like you Mm -hmm. watching this movie. And I remember uh, so many times with my dad, um, you know, just sitting down watching jaws and watching uh just uh, just any, any of these i think i was like american werewolf in london and like there's just so many of them that were on tv at the time and we would just every halloween every halloween we would just sit there and just do marathons and stuff like that and that's where my love for horror really came from and this was one of those movies that really got me into it well, well, Scream was the way where I got where I yeah. loved horror movies. Well, there was it was really funny. Uh, we most recently we just did or I just did the review for it, the the nineteen ninety the the uh-huh. original Pennywise, and I remember I when you were a baby like you just learned how to walk, and I remember putting you down to sleep. And I got up and I'm doing some artwork or something like that in the other room and I'm watching it. And the scene where it Pennywise comes out of the, the floor in the bathroom and he's talking to Eddie and then he does the, the roar and he's got the big sharp teeth. You walked out of the bedroom. I didn't know this, but you were walking out and you're just staring Right up at Pennywise, 
And I looked down. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you are going to be traumatized. Like, I was freaking out because I didn't know how you were going to react. And you just kind of like, you looked over at me and you're like, oh, he's a lion. <laughs> That's all you said was, he's a lion. I was like, oh, okay, you're, you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there's the same same kind of thing. There's the movie Predator. Where there's oh, a, yeah, there's, I saw, th- I see three par- par- Predator movies yeah. in there. Yeah, so there, uh, in the Predator thing, you, uh, like, in one of the scenes, there's a, a guy who gets all of his skin ripped off, <laughs> and he falls out of a tree, and same thing, I didn't know that you were there, you walked out of the room, and you came up, and you just stared right at the screen, right at that part, and popped out, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, and you're like, oh, Okay, I'm like, oh, like you'll be fine. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I didn't care about the horror movies. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like you didn't get it, but I was just more uh, like because they were jump scares and things that were supposed to like surprise you as a little kid. I was worried that that was going to affect you, but so far, it's like you are. You are not affected by that. I am brave. I was a brave little baby. One of one of your favorite things right now is Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah, that that horror game. Because I think is when I I think it's when I first watched Vision C Gamer. Yeah. So I mean, you uh, you are all about like the horror, and we are like kind of like dripping you into that kind of world so and that's the stuff where it's like i love for you to actually get into like a lot of these horror movies and and actually see how these makers do all the special effects and everything else like that like that stuff as a young man that stuff is the probably the most creative thing you could ever see like it's incredible so i'm happy that you're a a horror fan just like me 100 percent. so yeah and I think that'll wrap it up there, kiddo. So, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me and my boy Owen over here. And, uh, you know, by the time this airs, uh, it will be Father's Day. So, again, happy Father's Day to all the daddies out there. Happy you- Father's Day! Yeah. Everybody, all all those daddies, they deserve so much love and support and i mean just just take a little bit of relaxing and uh so yeah it's like yeah give your daddy a, get some hugs but yeah um again thank you guys for hanging out with us uh again you guys can always uh, contact me drop me a suggestion uh hit me up at creepinitreal.cm at gmail.com or go to instagram or facebook at creepinitreal that's r-e-e-l and, uh, again, I'm always up for a suggestion, uh, some fun stuff. And if you guys want to hear Owen, let me know and, uh, you know, drop me a comment, see how he does. That was a, I had a lot of fun with this one. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, and also I got merch. Did you know I got merch? Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know I had merch? No, not really. Yeah. Well, you know where you can get the merch at? Um... Not really. Yeah, I, I bet you wouldn't since you didn't even know I had merch. Uh, yeah, no, if you go to my Instagram, uh, the bio, there's a link that'll send you right over to my Redbubble page. And you just click on the link. All the artwork is actually done by me. So you're helping to support me even more and along, you know, showing off the show and things like that. But it's some pretty sweet artwork. Uh, and I mean, you can put it on whatever you want t shirts, uh, hats, bags like i mean bath mats like it's just 
there's just so much that to to kind of cover. But yeah, but you know, go ahead and uh, support. And if you end up buying something, find me on Instagram and uh, just you know send me a little photo, just like saying, hey, like I I bought this and you know, you're good to go. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, I think we're gonna wrap that one up. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, Owen. Thank you very much, and love you very much, dude. Love you, Dad. All right, buddy. All right, man. I think it's time for bed. Let's go ahead and send them home. See you next time. And creep out.